2: Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
1: Joan of Angels with us. Joan, so who do you think that fireman was who woke me up where the fire chief said they hadn't even been in the building at that point?
3: Well, who do you think that was, George?
1: I think it was an angel.
3: Well, I think so too. And there's many, many stories like that. I had a friend who was climbing up the top of a mountain peak and she couldn't get to the top. It was frightening and suddenly an old man appeared with a dog and held her hand till she got to the top and she turned around to thank him and he was gone. Just like that. So, yeah, they're here to help us and it's a miracle. You you were you were saved, George. They must Absolutely. be your teacher and knowing you had to have this show.
1: Interesting. Joan of Angels with us. Her website is joanofangels.com, linked up at coasttocoastam.com. She also has a couple new books out, including 30 Days to a Miraculous Life and Become an Intuitive Ninja. Now, you have talked about angelic frequencies. What are they?
3: Those are the highest vibrational frequencies. The celestial frequencies come from the highest of realms, and they help lift us, lift our consciousness, give us new insights, give us a new template. They help, they help um, shift our frequency to that of the higher dimensional realms, so that we can walk and live in this 3D body, but but be in a higher consciousness.
1: Does it work all the time?
3: You know, it works when you apply it, George. <laughs> You know, it works when, you, when you've learned how to manage your energy and you've learned to step into these frequencies and you learn to, to live in a, in a more service-oriented way. Yes, we can all feel these frequencies when we become open to it.
1: Besides the paintings, did anything special happen to you, Joan, that got you into this mode of angelic beings?
3: Well, you know, I have to say that the paintings are still a big part of it, because what happened for me was that they would I would feel their energy coming through me, and I would pick up a paintbrush and I would start to paint and i and and I could close my eyes or turn the canvas upside down it didn't matter. it would come through, and so oftentimes this energy will come through me. it will come through me when I'm speaking, it'll come through me when I'm painting or um, when I'm stepping in that energy it could be it, it comes through when I know I'm on purpose so I feel their presence frequently in my life
1: have they ever not responded to, to you when you needed help
3: well you know when I started calling for help in back in 2013 I just didn't think they were answering me at all you know and I and I remember even before that I would pray for miracles and i beg, you know, I beg them to send me a miracle. Um, send me, the one day I, I wrote my journal, well, just send me a twig or a little piece of dirt, anything, anything that I can grasp. And so, they, you know, they don't send it to us necessarily the way we want it. They may send it as a message of encouragement. They may send it as they did for me. They focus my attention on something else that, that they knew was part of my life purpose. So it's not always direct. You know, it's not like you're going to say, okay, I need help, Angel, and the angel walks right in your door. Now it could, but it doesn't always happen
1: that way. Did you think, Joan, angels walk among us, that they're here right next to us in our living environment? We just don't know who they are?
3: Well, sometimes you can tell. So I call a lot of these people undercover angels. Um, I walked into, into Whole Foods in Sedona one day, and a woman was wearing Undercover Angel as a T-shirt, which I thought was really cute. But many of us are undercover angels, and people don't know, need to know that about us. We walk among the world. We do good things for good people. We make people feel good. We help, we help heal them just by our very being. And so there's many people like me.
1: Now, when you say you're an undercover angel, I mean, are you angelic or are you a human being?
3: Well, you know, I'm a human being with an angelic frequency. So I am human and pure human, but I also have connections in these higher realms.
1: Favorite movie, It's a Wonderful Life. You remember seeing that with Jimmy Stewart?
3: Oh, it's a
1: great movie. It's a classic where, you know, they sent down an angel to save his life, and uh, and he did, and the angel earned its wings. Now, I have heard in, in your paintings, you can tell us a little bit more, that angels do or do not have wings for real. You know,
3: this is an interesting thing. Some do and some don't, honestly. Um, I, I saw Metatron once. I was in that uh, doming and, and I saw him a and he did not have wings. But, and I went home and I painted him and a friend comes running over. She says, well, how could that be an angel, Joan? He doesn't have wings. And I said, well, he didn't have wings. But in those days I got so nervous that I tried to paint wings on him, you know, so he fit in. But there are angels that do not have wings.
1: Now they're in the movie. It's a wonderful life. Clarence had to earn his wings by helping the George Bailey. So is it conceivable that these angels that don't have wings haven't earned them yet?
3: Very conceivable. And, you know, many of us are still in the body. And hopefully we'll have our wings when we transition. But, uh, yeah, it's all possible.
1: Joan, tell me your thoughts about fallen angels.
3: I knew you were going to ask me about that. Of you know, course,
1: I can't let a night like that slip by.
3: <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me about the fallen angels. They, but it's a complicated, I would have had a clear answer until recently. And recently, you know, I've been, I've been studying the Anunnaki, I've been studying the Elohim, I've been studying all these other beings and the fallen angels coming down to the earth. And, and I wonder who they are now
1: you you are you you're baffled now
3: i'm a little baffled but i i think there's a whole there's a whole well let me rephrase that i'm really not baffled i believe that that there's a whole satanic group i feel that there's a whole group of the dark angels these fallen angels that are not here for humanity's benefit
0: hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former
1: deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded...
3: start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily
2: to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
1: in your opinion when they help us do they stay with us after the fact
3: We can call on different angels for different things. So we have we have guardians that are assigned to us that are with us for many many lifetimes since, since we're born.
1: Right? They're they're part of our lives.
3: Mm-hmm. They're part of our lives, but they've been part of our other lives as well. So they've been with us through different soul incarnations. But we can call on angels of healing. We can call on angels of beauty. Um, angels of of manifestation angels of abundance angels of relationships So we can actually call on all these angels to help us as well and they don't stay with us they stay with us for the time necessary for us to reach that next level
1: tell us a little bit about your website com.
3: oh i love my website
1: <laughs> a lot of people so, do
3: i think so i think so it makes me very happy so, on my website, you can find out a lot about what I do and my beliefs. You'll find out about the wing fluffing, by the way, and the soul essence portraits. You'll also see some of my art. So, if you go to the website and you click on art, you'll see some of the latest digital art that I've been doing. And um, and then it'll take you to my Etsy page where you can see more. And so, the, the art. And the website itself has an energy that people say they just love to come and visit the website. You can also see my current events, like I'm going to be speaking at Conscious Life Expo. I'm very excited. To
1: I'll, I'll be know. there, so we'll see you there.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, and I've seen you at the Expo before. I love coming, running up to you and getting a picture with you. I will again this year. But, um, yeah, so I'm speaking at the Expo, and I'm speaking on how to really know who you are the nature of your true purpose is life. What is it really and how to know? And I'm also speaking on, a, on an event, you'll see it on the website too, called The Ultimate Star Beings, and that's put on by Portal to Ascension. So I'll be speaking there also oh, cool. on your soul mission.
1: You take emails through your website? A lot of people would love to contact you. I do,
3: I you. do, and you, you guys can email me at uh, Joan of Angels at gmail.com, or you can fill out the contact form. And uh, go. You know, when you go to the homepage, just want to tell you about that. You can sign up and get a free ebook called "The Five Minute Guide to Fulfilling Your True Calling," because I believe very much in helping people know what their calling is. And then you'll just see some info. Oh yeah, you'll see me on a camel because I was just in on the pyramids this summer.
1: Perfect. I've believed in angels since I was a little kid, and I have really never stopped not believing in them. Um, I was raised that way. Well,
3: what was that? You were raised with the angels.
1: I was raised to to understand what they were, and mm-hmm. I, I, I never, ever deterred from that.
3: I think that's amazing to, to believe that, because, you know, a lot of people... Especially a lot of people who see angels at a very young age, and they're told that you know this is a devil, or you can't do that, or you're crazy, and then they they stop seeing them and they shut off that gift. So you do have that gift, George, and maybe that's why they they came and they intervened for you.
1: The hierarchy of archangels. What created them? I'm I'm assuming God did, but why?
3: No. There's hierarchies in everything, George. (laughs) There's levels of mastery. Let's put it that way. There's levels of mastery. When I when I have visions and remember different times, I remember different levels of initiations, different levels of trainings. And so the archangels are excuse me, the archangels are maybe at the highest of levels. But they're they're there because they they've been trained to to do that kind of work, and that's who they are. And and it's just like us humans; we have the level of where we we can do our best work, our mastery. So, in a sense, that's who they are.
1: Do they have control over the rank and file angels?
3: I don't think it, I don't think so, but I don't know. No one's ever come down to tell me that. <laughs>
1: We're with Joan of Angels, talking about angels. We're going to take calls with Joan next hour here on Coast to Coast, so get ready. And um, if you want to share an angelic story with us, you may do that as well, in addition to questions for her. It is it is fascinating. It is, it is truly remarkable. Has it ever been emotional for you, where you, like, broke down and cried?
3: I, you know... Yes, it has been. There have been times over the last... First of all, it took me seven years, George, to step into the energy of being Joan of Angels. It was overwhelming. It was intimidating. It was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And it took seven years for me to really be able to come out on stage or or come out in the world really powerfully and say, I'm Joan of Angels. In a way that really resonates for me.
1: You kind of remind me of Joan of Arc.
3: Well, it's a funny thing, because I thought she was going to say, I know who you are. You're Joan of Arc. And uh, one of my friends, I think you know her, Trisha McCannon.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, she asked Shirley McLean, psychic, I think his name is Kevin, if I had been Joan of Arc. We were at a dinner table.
1: In a past life, you mean?
3: Yeah, if I had been Joan of Arc in a past life. And he said, well, you know what? He says, well, you know, Trisha. few people know that Joan of Arc was really into miracles. And then the hair in my, on my arm stood up. So it was the one book I read my entire life as a child. It was the only biography. I would read it every single thing I could get my hands on about her.
1: It's truly remarkable. It is. For people who want to contact their angel, what do you recommend?
3: Well, you know, first of all, it, it's not an easy answer, but... One no. of the things you can do is just tell them, I want to talk to you. Can Can you start communicating with me? And then you can work at, can you start communicating with me by music or by a coin on the ground or numbers, you know, triple digit numbers. So you can ask for the communication. Sometimes in some of my classes, I teach technique where I just have people imagine a curtain between you and your angels and you just open up the curtain. You know, you just open it up. But a lot of it is George sitting still long enough to hear.
1: It works though, doesn't it?
3: It does. It does. Cause you're very busy or you can sit and have a you know, cup of tea and, and take out a journal and a pen and just ask for help and write down whatever comes to you.
1: There's an old saying, knock and the door shall open. I believe that, don't you?
3: It's not an old saying, it's a great saying. (laughs) It's true, it's true. They're waiting for us to ask for help.
2: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.
0: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: It's like the police knew who he was before they got here.
2: From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life.